0: This is an ACB Community Call, presented by American Council of the Blind.
1: This Unmute present Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. All right, everyone, welcome to
0: another Tuesday here at Unmute's couple things right off the top. The first thing I wanted to remind you of is you can uh, raise your hands and bring your tech questions, anything you may have. If you want to get those going now, that's great. I also want to remind you that let's get first questions through. So if you're going to have a second question, let's wait until we can get through everybody's first question first. Secondly, Next week, one week from today, is the Blind Shell event. So same time, same place right here next week. So hopefully we'll see you guys there then. And also, as a reminder, if you have any questions, you want to reach out to us, feel free to email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. And the last thing I have is just wanted to give you a reminder about Bits is continuing their NVDA event tonight. You can find all the information in today's email or go to the Bits website if you're not on that. And uh, it's been a great one, so check that out. And Michael, what do you got?
1: Oh, I have lots of blind shell stuff. A couple of updates. Appreciate that, Marty. So two things. Number one, those who are curious about the blind shell, over the weekend, they dropped 13 quick tutorial uh, videos that are under five minutes each. Uh, I have a biased opinion think they're great, but you should go check them out. If you go to payown.live, P-A-Y-O-W-N. uh, that'll take you right to my YouTube channel. And you can check those out. Again, payown.live P-A-Y-O-W-N. to check out those blind shell tutorial videos. One of which that I am working on, we do see those hands, we'll get to you in a few moments, is the blind shell tutorials on how to add and remove applications. That'll be going up today. And of course, I'll be making a podcast feed with all this content as well. In addition, uh, as Marty mentioned, next week, Diane from Blindshell USA will be here to answer all of your questions about the Blind Shell phone. So, hopefully, you'll be able to tell someone about it and uh, come join us. But one thing that has been long awaited for the Blind Shell Classic 2 dropped yesterday, and that is IRA on the Blind Shell 2. If you have a Blind Shell Classic 2 phone, you do need to go to the app catalog and install IRA. Once you've installed it, you go down and you choose the sign-in option. I have been helping people with the sign-in with phone number option. You'll put in your phone number for your IRA account. And if you don't have one, uh, you will just put in your phone number that goes to your blind shell phone. And then you press the OK button. That's the button directly above number one. Once you do this, you'll be prompted with a notification that IRA has sent you a uh, code and they want you to enter that code. The best way that we have found to get this code is to press your info button. That's the top left button once. Press OK on the notification and then press OK again to open the text message. You'll then be read a four-digit code. And I press back until you get back to the IRA application. Typically, it's three presses of the back button. And then you enter that code, and once you do that, then it'll either create you an account if you don't have an IRA account, or it will sign you into your IRA account. And once you make that first call, remember, all blind shell users do receive 200 bonus minutes added to their their blind or added to their IRA account. So be conscientious of that. If you have any questions, you can either call blind shell USA, or feel free to give your dealer a call who sold you the blind shell. Teresa, looks like Wait. you are the f- Oh, yep. hold Go ahead, on real quick,
0: Michael. I was just going to say real quick for people who may not know, could you give it just a real quick primer on what IRA is and what the cost if there is
1: any? That, certainly, I will go over that real quick, and then we'll get to your hand trace. Just so, uh one quick moment. Ira is a visual interpretation service, which uh, it was described on a interview that I did with Janine Stanley from Ira as Ira is like having eyes in your pocket, uh, which sounds a little weird, but that's a good explanation of it. You use uh, the device that Ira is available. You call a trained agent who is then able to see through the camera of the device that you're using and allow you or tell you the information information that's around you and uh, give you the information that you're looking for. I, in my demo today that I reported, was did a quick uh, demonstration of some mail that's kind of spread around on my desk that I need to get taken care of. So I just had an IRA agent read the information on that and it worked really well. ACB members do get a discount on their plans. I'll just give you information on their lowest cost plan and remember if you're a blind shell or envision glasses user you do get 200 minutes added to your account uh, you, you, the lowest cost is twenty dollars a month for thirty minutes. That's with the ACB discount. Without it, it's thirty dollars a month for thirty minutes. And know that if you are a paid customer of Ira, you get five minutes every four hours for free. And if you are a non-paying customer of Ira, you get five minutes every twenty-four hours. Ira did announce that they will have a price change coming in January of 2023 though those who are already locked into their current plan prior to January 16th can keep that plan through December 31st of 2023. So I just want to throw that out there in case someone <laughs> listens to this after
0: January. And, and uh, one last thing is you can also use it for free in Starbucks locations.
1: Well, other Starbucks and other locations. So yeah, head on over to Ira A-I-R-A.io for more information. Teresa, go for it. And then we'll have Sheila.
2: So you may
3: unmute. Okay, sorry, sorry, six was my star Six was being a little temperamental. Okay, regretfully, this isn't about Ira or um, the blind shell, but I have a question about the Evo Ten, um, and I'm just or the Evo Twelve products from um, Mystic Access, and are they everything people uh, rave about them? What is good or not good about them? I heard that you can get internet radio, and then also they have a built-in FM chip. And I'm not sure because I don't own one. So but my had... thing is, if if oh, I were ahead. to get one, if I were to get one, do you know if it could do um, if it could uh, access the Sirius XM platform?
1: I don't have that answer. That would definitely be a, a good cre- question for Chris uh, over at Mystic Access. Uh, I've never used one of these devices. I've seen them. Uh, I have not actually used one. I do believe they do have internet radio. And I do believe they also have an FM radio that uses the headphones as your antenna. Oh, okay. So
3: you have to use the headphones as an antenna. I I believe so.
1: I I believe so. So I would check with Mystic Access just to be sure. But again, I've not used this specific device. Uh, So if you get one, come back and let us know what your thoughts are on it. You can
0: definitely contact okay. them by email as well as phone. They do have both, so I would definitely reach out to them, and they can give you more right. information.
3: I don't want to invest in something and then turn out to yeah. be disappointed.
1: Yep, I get that. Well, thank you, Teresa. I'm going to jump over to Sheila for okay, Desi. Okay. Go ahead, Sheila.
3: Hi, how Hi, is Sheila. everybody?
1: Hello, Sheila. How are you
0: doing?
3: I'm good. Um, My question has got nothing to do with anything that you've talked about so far. Good. Good. <laughs> That's good. Bring in your topics. It's always a I'm time. so heartbroken. I have used a colorino forever. And I got up this morning to sort out some clothes and it won't work. I changed the batteries. Whoa. It won't work. And of course, MaxiAid says they're out of stock. Do you have a good color identification app for the iPhone,
1: Marty? Do you? Because I do not. Because I find color identifying applications to be kind of a joke.
0: Yeah. um, Most people tend to use uh, Seeing AI, even though it has multiple different things, and it's kind of a Swiss Army knife of doing a lot of things. Mm. Okay, but not necessarily any one thing. Great. You know. So right.
3: I I did try that app this morning and it's, I was kind of disappointed in it.
0: Yeah. If so, you uh want to uh email us at unmutepresents at gmail dot com, I do have a resource for some options for you, which I can get and okay. email you. So okay. do that okay. and uh we'll find something for you. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no problem. Desi, you may Hello, unmute.
4: it's Desi, not Dizzy. Sorry. <laughs>
5: it's It's all right my name is always pronounced that way by certain screen readers um so my question is this um i got an um a text message this morning from a place where i have a reservation for an airport um transport situation that's going to take me from the airport to my destination. Mm-hmm. And they said that my reservation is available for viewing. And there is a link there. But every time I try to double tap on the link, it just jumps back to the phone number at the top of the message. That seems to be true whether I'm on links on my rotor or or not. It doesn't seem to make any difference. And I have gone to many links from text messages before and not had that issue. So I was curious to know if you guys have any thoughts.
0: I have two suggestions for you. One is copy the link, if Uh you can, and then go to a browser and paste it into the browser and see if that will bypass the phone number part. Okay. The second thing is, if you know their phone number and the browser is not working as well, you also get an error or it's not working, I would call them if you have their phone number or someone to contact and say, I got the link, but it's not working for you and you're unable to receive the information, could they either send you a new link or could they tell you you know, um, whatever information you would need to be able to move forward?
5: Right, right, yeah. Because I I have noticed that s- with some ways that links are sent, this happens, and other times they work just beautifully. So I don't. Yeah, I
1: don't I've I've it. seen this happen a couple times with iOS. Typically, copying it, uh, with the rotor and just flicking down to copy will. You may have right. to delete the beginning of it, but most of the time that'll that'll ha- let you get into it. Um, and so yeah, hopefully that helps a little, Desi.
5: Okay, thank you very much.
1: Perfect. Best, it looks like
5: I- best. You have your hand raised?
0: Go ahead, Beth.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: hey, Beth, how you doing?
4: Good. Yeah, I got my, got my phone um, cleaned out so it's a little clearer because I had a problem Thursday on, on uh, Zoom. The phone wouldn't want to shut down or did anything, but I was going to ask about Amazon, um, okay. the Amazon music app. Uh on my see on my phone it's it's um fine but um on the on the computer maybe i want to download like a karaoke track or something um it doesn't work i can't even get my music on there
1: so i've i don't use amazon music i don't, I, that's just not a tool I use. I'm an Apple Music person. Uh, I have read on a couple of mailing lists that you're not the only one having problems with downloading purchased music from Am- Amazon Music. Um, so my best bet for you is to see if Amazon Accessibility has any sort of uh, ideas for you on how to get your music, okay?
4: Okay, like and... like, called the disability service? Yep. Um Okay. Yep, cool. for Amazon.
1: Do you want their phone number, Beth?
4: Um actually it, I it, have I go you, online. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well then but I Amazon
4: otherwise it. ordering stuff is really, really good. You know?
1: I agree. Yep. Definitely. Yep. So
4: Okay, per- thank you.
1: Perfect. Thanks, Beth. Cynthia. You are next. Go ahead. Hello, um, everybody. How
6: are you? Hey, Cynthia, how are great. you? Doing? Well, my problem is I had the old um, iPad years ago, and I had calendars on them. So now I just um, upgraded to an iPhone three months ago. I can see the date on my phone, but it doesn't show me the events on the calendar on my iPhone. Everything else populates that I do on my iPad onto my iPhone because I have them connected.
1: So let me ask a clarifying question from you. When you say you can see the date on your phone, does that is that when you actually open the calendar application or are you no. just saying, okay. So I'm just
6: looking at my phone and it says Tuesday the 6th. And, and when I click on it on my phone, all it comes up is the various calendars I created back maybe 12 years ago when I had the old iPad.
1: Gotcha. So it sounds like you might need to uh, open the actual calendar application to see all of your calendar uh, events. The The calendar application would show you the different dates and then you can tap on the date then and it should show you the events.
6: Yeah, it shows on my iPad, but not my iPhone. So when I touch anything, it's either deselecting it or selecting it. So at the bottom of my iPhone, it says add calendar or hide all.
0: So there's a couple things to check. Uh, One is, this is the phone that you're not seeing the information on, right? Right. So a couple things to check. One would be if you go into settings and then go at the very top where your name shows up and click in there and then go into iCloud, there's a bunch of little levers that you can turn things on and off. And those are the different apps that you can have syncing on or off so you want to make sure that the calendar is actually on so that it's syncing the information back and forth from your phone and to your ipad and then the other way the other thing would that
6: be on my phone on my
0: on your phone on um, your phone then the other thing is after you do that When you open the calendar app, you'll need to go in and make sure the calendars that you wanna look at are actually checked. Sometimes they're unchecked and so they're there, but you're not seeing them. So you just need to make sure that they're checked so that they'll show the information in the calendar. So those are the two places that I would check and see if that changes anything for you.
6: Yeah, I don't see any of that, what you just said on my iPhone. When I click on my name, I just see name phone. Did you go
0: into iCloud once you're in your name?
6: Going to iCloud. It'll ask you for your
0: password also.
6: Okay, I'm in the iCloud.
0: Then if you scroll down, you'll see a list of all the apps that you can either turn on and off if you want them syncing across your devices. You also have to make sure you're you're signed into the same iCloud account on both devices.
1: Okay. And if you drop an email to unmutepresents at gmail.com, Marty can give you a call and help you one on one with this as well.
6: Okay, great. What is that? Unmute?
0: Unmutepresents at,
6: at gmail.com.
1: gmail.com. Yep. Thank
0: you.
6: Yeah, no, no problem.
1: No problem. And, and we okay. appreciate you bringing your question today. Mara, Mara, or Laura, you're next. That's L A R Y N N.
7: Yeah, that's uh, me. You right, how hey, you me? doing? Yep. Okay, uh, I have two questions. First question, I'll go first, and then I, I don't know how to get to the second question. I'm having trouble with trying to get Lyft or Uber on my iPhone. The fonts are way too small, and I can't read them. Do you have any uh, way to uh, workaround around where on an iPhone, uh the uh, fonts are too small, and you, if you make them big enough to, to see, then you only get three, three characters out of each word.
0: Have you so, tried using voiceover yet, or are you not versed in voice using voiceover?
7: Uh, I am not at all used to voiceover. Um, I'm aware of, of it, but um, I have a little difficulty with, with that. So maybe you could just tell me what I have to do to, is there a phone number I can call and tell? There
0: is, there is an accessibility phone number for both Uber and Lyft. Yes. If you can find that, you can call them and they can assist you over the phone. Uh, and that kind of bypasses using the app. It's a little bit different, but they can connect you and help you out, you know, on the phone. Then you wouldn't have to use the app if you feel that it's not working for you.
7: Do you have
1: a number handy that? uh, I don't, but I I will look it up and see if I can find it. Another thing that that I think would help, um, and and, and I understand you have difficulties, there are some resources available with being able to learn it, but it sounds like uh, Zoom and Magnification at this point, it may be worth looking at VoiceOver because you wouldn't have to worry about uh, how large the font is or the colors right. of the font if you were using VoiceOver. So let me look and see if I can find one of those phone numbers and I'll get that to you uh, in a moment. You think you had another question?
7: Well, yeah, I, I, I'll go for it if if uh, you want. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, voting. Um, I uh, The last time we were going over a ballot, my wife and I were... We don't always politically agree, and I would rather be able to vote in private. And um, if you're having someone help you, you all your privacy is gone. I, <laughs> this may be a unique problem, but people who have site issues, um, how do you recommend dealing with
1: a ballot? So Oregon, which is where I am, I don't know what state you're in, but Oregon... Okay, so there is some accessible voting solutions for the state of Oregon that you can use to vote either over the phone or on the computer. If you send us an email to unmutepresents at gmail.com, we can get you those details. Uh, But it is something I have voted on the computer myself uh, independently as well.
7: Oh, very good. Okay. Well, thank you. You guys do a fantastic job. I appreciate it. Not a problem.
1: and I wasn't able to find a phone number, but I did find an audio tutorial that shows you how to book a ride with Lyft. If you send us an email, we'll we'll include this in the reply back to you. So that might help you with learning how to use voiceover with Lyft specifically. Okay?
7: Okay. And uh, the email that I go...
1: You just send an email to unmutepresents at gmail.com. All one word? Yes, sir. All one word, all lowercase. Email.com. Okay. Yep, at g like g, golf Mail. Gmail. I,
7: I got it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Perfect. Thanks, Laura. You have a beautiful rest of your day. I'm not seeing any other hands yet. So, Marty, you had some topics you wanted to talk about. Yeah, first, as a
0: reminder, if you guys have any tech questions or any other questions, feel free to raise your hand at any point and we'll get to you. And I also wanted to remind and let everyone know tomorrow is the big Apple event keynote. And they're going to be talking about, these are the rumors, by the way, Uh, they're going to be talking about releasing new iPhones, new earbuds, and new watches. So that's 10 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow. So you do the math. And Michael, is there anything that you're especially excited about?
1: So, Eldon, I'll get your question in a moment. I do see it. Just wanted to acknowledge you. I will say probably if I was to buy something, it might be a new Apple Watch. Maybe. We'll see if they give me more sensors. I have an Apple Watch 6, so my Apple Watch is still pretty good. But interestingly enough, if they come out with new AirPod Pros, I will probably buy those even though I have a pair that's uh, new. Now that I'm in the AirPod ecosystem, I kind of like the experience. So, yeah. Uh, I'm wondering
0: what could they possibly do that would be much different than what we have. You
8: know,
1: they they could. I think the ears are an underused uh, section on the body that they could be capturing data from, which could actually get a little creepy. Anyways, Eldon, your question, Star Six.
7: Hi, I got a simple one. What is the phone number for Blind Shell USA?
1: It is area code four one zero. Okay, three Two zero okay. two zero Again, 4 one Okay, that's the one. Yeah, that's yep. the one I've got. Okay, yep. all right. That'll righty. take you to the low vision shop and then just follow the prompts for uh, wanting to purchase okay. something and then they can get you in contact with Diane at Blind Show USA.
7: Well, thank you, sir, and thank you, guys. You do a great job. Thanks again.
1: Thank and you. No problem. Scott, you are next.
8: Well, hey, Scott. A uh, the follow-up the, uh, follow uh, on the uh, gentleman oh, what cool. do you Trying to get a phone number for like Uber and Lyft. I'm surprised nothing was mentioned of Go-Go grandparents. They all the forgot. I don't. I don't have the phone number for them, but it's.
0: You you want to give a quick primer, Scott, on what that is, so people know.
8: Well, it's it's been around for some years now. It's uh it's actually you you use them to book book your rides by phone. It's uh Uber. I don't know if it covers Uber and Lyft both or, or just Uber or what. Which one is actually, but it's called Go Go Grandparents. It's been around for some time now.
1: Yeah, yep. They're, and I forget uh, about them because where I live, we don't even have Uber or Lyft, so I've never used no. Go Go Grandparent either. So I did forget about them.
8: would they they uh, just Google them. I'm sure they I'm sure you'd find a phone number. Yep, somewhere.
1: I am looking. I don't,
8: I don't have it, but I'm sure for that,
1: and I will get that They're to right. you guys in a moment. Right. Oh, I have the phone number. So if you are interested in GoGo Go Grandparents, you can call eight five five. 464 6872. And I'll repeat that number one more time. That's 855 464 6872. For more information about GoGo Grandparents, which apparently does work with Uber and Lyft. So that could be an alternative solution than interacting with the app. And if you didn't capture that, you can always send us an email and we can send that phone number over to you. And thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Uh, Beth, you are next.
4: Okay. Yeah. I was going to, so my, um, I didn't hear. So what what did you say had new iPhones out? You said somebody had.
0: So um, Apple tomorrow is having an event. They call their events keynotes. And one of the things they're going to be announcing tomorrow is new iPhones. At least that's the rumor. Anyway, you never know until a hundred percent until they actually do it, but everyone's pretty sure and their track record for announcing new phones every September has been kind of what they've always done. What we hear is they're gonna have, well, they're removing the mini version. They're not gonna have that anymore, supposedly. So you'll have a regular version, and in the regular version, you'll have a regular size, and then a larger size, which is a first. Usually, they haven't had a larger size in the regular version. So you'll then have the option of the Pro version, which will have a regular size and then a large size. So we'll see tomorrow, but that's what we hear in the rumor mill.
4: Yeah, because last week, Friday, when I took my phone in to Verizon, they said something about new phones and I would get a better deal. So do you think um, this time it's probably best to get a new phone if I wanted to get a new one? Otherwise, I'd have to wait like until next September, right? Um, not
0: Not necessarily. I mean, currently, what they've been doing the past few years is they've been having the current model phone that they announced, which is the newest one, and they have that out. And then they usually have a couple of past models. Right now, the 13 is currently the newest model that's out, but you can still get a past model, I believe, You can get an 11 still, and you can also Mm -hmm. get an SE if you want to have a home button. Uh, So you do have some options. I have a feeling that they will do the same moving forward. They're definitely going to still have the SE out if that's something that you're interested in, and then they'll have the new models starting tomorrow or whenever they announce the official release date after the announcement tomorrow, if that's what they're announcing. And then... uh, They'll also probably jumble up which past models they're going to have available. And hopefully they'll let us know tomorrow what that is, and then you'll know. But depending on what your needs are, uh, you know, really, you should get a phone when you need to get a new phone, unless there's something specific that you're waiting for that's not out now. Otherwise, you know, if you're always waiting you'll never get anything because you're always waiting for the next thing, you know? So (laughs) you've got to make the best decision that's going to suit you and for what's available at that time and what's within your needs and your budget.
4: Yeah. Cause, cause I want, um, I'm hoping that they'll fix that alarm. I'm still having problems with changing the um, songs and, and also the games, the direct touch, the blindfold, games I, I, they won't let me uh, play them like on the first, like just say uh, blackjack.
1: Uh, yeah, what?
4: yeah. Well, it won't let me um, even play. It won't say anything, so I have to shut it down and then open it again and it. Gotcha.
9: Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. uh, Beth, send us an email. You have our email and uh, we'll be glad to follow up with you on that and talk more about what's announced tomorrow to you. Uh, I'm going to take Herbie's question because he may have some suggestions or a question. So go for it, Herbie.
0: Okay, Herbie.
1: Okay, let's see if I can unmute. First of all, I
9: wonder with a direct touch, would a larger screen affect how that works?
1: You know, yes, you we have, could because direct touch is interacting directly with the app. So having a larger screen could have an influence on that. Yes.
9: Yeah. So then I would probably look into a pro or a pro max or whatever larger phone they're coming out with. Um, second of all, one thing I'm curious to see if they announce with the AirPods is some of the rumors floating around is they are supposed to come connect differently to your phone. So that way, Us Apple Music users and other music services that support the lossless format will have a better experience. So I am really curious to see if they do announce that tomorrow with the uh, AirPods Pro 2. And that will really determine if I get them. And yeah, there's also, you know, sensors in the
4: ears. And,
9: you know, we're all going to be wirelessly connected to our phones one day anyway. So I guess we'll start
0: Explain that a little, Herbie. What it is the feature that you're looking for, so people understand?
9: All right. So right now, the AirPods connect via Bluetooth, and Bluetooth. Um, we have somebody unmuted, and um, I know I'm annoying, but you got to tolerate me until they uh, they tell me to no longer unmute. Um, so Bluetooth. Let's see if I can, you know, it supports a limited amount of data. So you can tell a difference between lossless and lossy, which is, you know, lossy is the standard form of music that, you know, loses a lot of the data. So you don't hear instruments as well or whatever. And the only way to truly get the lossless format on your iPhone is with either a direct connection with headphones or an audio deck, which... I've heard about those. I've not had any experience with, and that's supposed to be a true converter. But um, and if anybody's had any experience with those, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the um, that. Um, anyway, so the fuss has been with the AirPods, and especially like the very expensive AirPods Max. You know, they're still connected by a system that handles a limited amount of data. So the rumor mill has floated around that. Apple is finally going to address that to where your the AirPods might connect, like say via the wireless rather than the Bluetooth, which can handle a lot more data, and so therefore give the user a better experience when it comes to things like lossless formats and I just th- you know it affect just probably overall how things sound in general, even with just watching movies and stuff like that. So.
1: Yeah, and and I think I think that's a valid thing, especially with uh, some of the new features in iOS 16, including being able to create a custom spatial audio uh, experience based on the shape of your head. So definitely something that I could see them expanding with AirPod Two. Do you have any other questions, Herbie? Otherwise, I got two hands. I do here.
9: actually. Yes. And this is. Go for it. um, So, I was recently asked about how to use the keyboard with an iPad. And this is a weak subject for me because I don't have an iPad. So, I can only make guesses based on what I know with iOS and the Mac. So, are there any tutorials out there that are iPad and Bluetooth keyboard specific?
1: So Apple, if you Google keystrokes on iPad, Apple will give you a detailed list of the keystrokes that are available in iPad OS. Specific tutorials for keyboards, there may be some on Apple Viz. And it really depends on the keyboard you're using because the pairing process may be different on different keyboards. Right. And one thing I'll add to that as well is
0: uh, on the iPad, you get more features with keyboard shortcuts if the app that you're trying to use it on builds it in. So, some have tons of... They build in tons of keyboard shortcuts, and some don't. So it really depends which apps you're using, and if they build it in or not.
9: Okay. And then a real quick iPad keyboard question, like, so would VOJ let you jump between containers on like, say, mail or settings?
1: I believe it does, yes. Um, Okay. And your standard Zoom Mac keystrokes do work on the iPad too: Command-Shift-A, A I'll mute and unmute, et cetera. So okay. uh, hopefully that helps people. Thank you, Herbie. Appreciate Thanks, it. Herbie. I see Jane's hand followed by Christy and then Dexter. So go ahead, Jane. You'll need to unmute there. Oh, you are unmuted, but we don't hear you. So you could be muted on your interface. Okay, so, well, Jane has left, so let's go to Christy. Hey, Christy, how you doing?
2: Hello there. there you I, I hit the wrong button. Uh, so my question is, is, I'm having a situation where, like, when I try to use dictates, on the App Store and uh, and dictate, like in Voice Dream Reader with Bookshare. As soon as I activate that and dictate something and get out of dictate, then it says, search dimmed.
0: What does it say? Can you repeat what it says at the end? What was the last thing you said?
2: Search dimmed. Like when you hit the, you know, like you're going to say you're going to type in something. And then on the bottom right, you got the search button. Okay, well, if you type it in, that's fine. But then if you use the dictate function, when you, after you dictate something and are done dictating, and you go to hit search, it says that the search button is dimmed.
1: So it's like it's not actually taking your dictation because... The reason that would be dimmed is if there was no results in the search field itself or no text in the search field itself. I did just try this on iOS 16 uh, beta, so I I can't speak for iOS 15, but on iOS 16, it does appear to be working properly. I can dictate into the search field, and then the search button in the bottom right-hand corner is available. Uh, Christy, when you dictate... When you dictate, do you use two-finger double-tap to initiate dictation? Or do you tap the dictate button in the very bottom right corner of your phone?
2: I tap the dictate button. Okay, I did
1: not try that. I tried the two-finger.
0: There has been a bug that's been around for a little while. Not everybody has to deal with it. But if you do, what happens is you're going to dictate text into a text box and then nothing happens like you try to do it and it's not it's not taking the thing you dictated so what you would have to do is back out of it and then go back into it again and usually that resolves it it's a weird little bug and it does happen from time to time but that's how uh, i've been able to resolve that in the past
2: okay that worked thank you
1: yep no problem. Looks like Dexter is next.
4: Dexter, you may unmute.
9: Okay. Uh,
10: I really don't have a question, but I do have a bit more info with regard to Herbie's question. Okay. That Thank I've you. used Bluetooth keyboards with my iPads for 10 years now. Okay. And Basically, uh, almost any of them will connect to it properly in that. um, And the thing is, though, when you, on most of them anymore, it didn't used to be this way, but if you press and hold the function key in that, it will actually bring up a list of various commands that you can can uh, type on the keyboard and so that's also one way that it will help you determine you know what you need to press
1: perfect see that's why i love doing these calls because i knew there was a keystroke i just didn't remember what it was so press and hold the function key and it should bring up a list of keystrokes is that correct
10: correct and that works whether you're talking a bluetooth keyboard or i actually have one of the uh, Apple Magic Keyboard, well, not Magic, uh, anyway, they're, they're one that connects to the back of my iPad for my iPad Pro, and um, it does the same thing on me, sometimes too often. <laughs> I have a question
0: for you, actually, since you're an avid keyboard user with iPad. A lot of people ask about the globe and getting more keyboard features. Have you had that experience?
10: The, the I try and avoid using the globe key to be truthful um, but yes you can do some stuff using the globe key in fact um, when you hold that function key down and that it will even tell you what stuff you can do using the globe key on and and that menu is also contextualized. So, it will be different if you're just simply in your main screen, home screen, versus if you're in the notes, versus if you're in the mail.
1: Right. Something to explore. Yep. Appreciate that, Dexter. Thank you for sharing. Uh, we're going to go to the next question here, which is 951-342. Nine, nine, right. and in three, four, two.
5: And if you'll give me your name, I'll put that up there for you. Good morning. I got on the call late. I was talking to Diane. This is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. I'm speaking. Hey, Hi how there.
10: you doing? Uh, okay, not bad. Um, I- I'm concerned. I have a yes. I have the Orbit Writer, and I'm uh, well. Anyway, I won't go into that right now. But it's good. It's a good device. But is um, I have an Android phone. Is 13 going to have braille capability without using any other peripheral devices? Does anyone know what it, what it involves?
1: Thank you. So you that's a very good question. Android 13, with the latest build of TalkBack on Android 13, is going to have built-in Braille support for Braille keyboards and uh, output. It will not have HID, uh, which has been widely discussed in the blindness community. However, yes, Android 13 will have Braille support built into TalkBack.
10: So what is HIV? What is that? I don't even know that. That's a Human that interface website.
1: device, uh, It it's it's used for more seamless connection for Braille displays uh, and Braille input devices. But the Orbit uh, writer, I don't believe, uses HID. You know when it will be out?
10: That's all I, I want I,
3: I to... Android
1: 13 is already out for Pixel owners. Uh, other manufacturers, depends on when your manufacturer will push Android 13 out. Okay, thank you, Michael. No problem, Nancy. Thanks for thanks. coming, Sounds and we're glad you you got the information. Uh, Jane, you are next. Let's see if we can get you this time. I'm back. You are. Yes.
3: <laughs> uh, me. I ever since I was fifteen point six, whenever I enter an edit field and click the search button, the search is dimmed. Any
1: reason why? Okay, so you're oh. the second person to bring this yeah. up. Do you dictate or and it's damned, or does this happen when you type as well?
3: Oh, I always type in.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> that I don't know. When you touch across the top of the screen, when you're uh, where you're looking at your search field, does it have the text in there? Yeah, but in the search you field? have
3: to click the search button in order for you to.
1: Right. Right. But what I'm wondering is. Is the text actually showing up in the search edit field? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, And so what I do is I press the space bar, it inserts the space, and then delete the space. And then search search becomes
1: available. And Ah. um, that works. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good uh, workaround for uh, the individual who's having that problem. Try inserting a space and then backspacing the or deleting the space and press search and see if that works because you should not have to do that. But that is a workaround. So thank you, Jane. It is not just you and I don't have a fix for you. All right, Marty, did you have another topic to talk about while we see if anyone else has any hands?
0: Oh, there's always topics. You said you had something you, to you do, want to discuss. I do, but let's get
1: Lauren's uh, question first. Lauren.
11: Hi, guys. This Hi. is uh, very informative. Hi. Um, I have a question, and this is something that's been uh, bothering me a lot that I've been using to record um, video, audio and stuff, recordings and virtual choirs at the time. A old waves, that has been about the. Either it doesn't do anything. Even when you preset it the right way, it there's no sound. There's no nothing.
0: Which all, device all are this, you talking about? I I didn't hear the device you this were talking.
11: Goldwave. This is Goldwave. This is the sound editing program. And, okay. And it it's interesting. I go to this place that well I used to in locally in in, in my area that that's that does uh, this gentleman does used to do assistive tech also in in uh, visions service for the blinds. He used to claim that Goldblade is the best program ever. I don't think so. I totally disagree because you can't get any volume. All it does, is ta- task switching. All it is is another window that's like hanging. It doesn't do anything. What are you
0: trying to do in the end? What what task are you trying to accomplish?
11: In the end, of, in the end, of the day, I'm trying to I'm trying to hear my recording. I'm trying to save it and uh, saving I can do saving to it a, a format that I that I want. And what device are you
0: using to do it on?
11: This is on my laptop.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Windows machine?
11: Yes. Okay. This is on Windows
1: PC. So I have a couple of solutions for you, and and Mm -hmm. it may or may not help, Lauren. I have not used Gold Wave in probably 10 years myself. Oh. Uh, I know several people that do use it, and they swear by it check in your options or preferences for gold wave to see if there is an output device. And it may be sending audio to a device that you don't actually have on your computer. I personally use a tool called Reaper. Um, and I've used Reaper since 2016. Now I'm very comfortable with it. Um, there is a great series of tutorials that walk you step by step with configuring it from Garth Humphreys out of I think he's in Australia. Talking you can, computers
11: that, that I that I actually know. I, I okay. Know. I was gonna
1: say you can get those at audio.pizza uh instead of dot com it's audio dot and he has some great material up there that I recommend people checking out. And again it's that, that list that,
11: that yep. please audio,
1: audio. a u right? dot pizza yes. p-i-z-z-a
11: a pizza. Oh, that's interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's so uh, okay. that that's a good resource. I think that'll help you with getting started with it. I can't help you with GoldWave, however, mm-hmm. I can tell you that there are several individuals who use GoldWave for recording their karaoke tracks. Uh, on ACB Community. So what you could also do is send an email to community at acb.org and ask Cindy and Colby if they have any suggestions for someone they can put you in contact with for Gold Wave help. And and I believe they'll have a person they can reach you out, uh, put you in contact with.
11: That's good. And <laughs> the meantime, I use Sound Recorder because it's like the, easy, the the most straightforward yeah. for Windows 11.
1: That's like the straightforward Yep, I I love Sound Recorder. So, uh, I I have about three hands here, and it looks like we got 14 minutes. Thank you. uh, No problem. Stick around. One of these people might have more information for you as well. Uh, Beth, I see your hand, but I'm going to go to someone who hasn't. No problem. I'm going to go to someone who hasn't asked a question yet. So, Ibrahim, go ahead. Um, I
5: uh uh use Teams and Zoom a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. when sharing screen. In Zoom, I switch my um, my JAWS output to my headphones so no one can hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, in Teams, when I d- do that answer screen, no matter which sound card is selected, everyone still hears it.
1: I'm yeah. Not sure. yeah. yeah, I've heard this from a couple of people. Um, I'm I'm not certain what the differences is in Microsoft Teams, and that may be a Microsoft accessibility question, uh, because I have I've not used Teams in about a year, uh, but I, I am aware of the issue. Okay. Um, so so best of luck, Ibrahim. Let us know if they are able to help you with that, um, okay. and hopefully the to give you some assistance there. Also with Jaws, remember you can always. This isn't ideal. But you can always press JAWS key space followed by the letter S to uh, put speech on demand uh, to to help with that process as well. So, thank you, Ibrahim. Thank you. Diane, Scalzi, you are next. Hey, Diane. You are muted.
12: There we go, finally. There's a couple more controls on my screen here that I don't usually see in the yeah. uh, zoom but anyway you you kind of made me laugh when you mentioned that guy's um web extension ending in pizza um i i'm wondering if just anyone can uh you know make a, make one of those up i always thought you had to go through a company like godaddy or someone like that
0: you uh- do have to do that except The thing now is they've expanded on all the different kinds of endings, and there's a lot of them. So they have pizza, coffee, U.S., they've got so many different ones. And you could go in, when you put the domain name in that you're looking for, for example, like on GoDaddy or Hover, you can click the little drop-down menu at the end, and you'll see there is a ton of different options that you can choose. So there's a lot of them. I would just search and see something yep. <laughs> uh, interests you. Yep. There
12: so, is. so if I wanted to create a website, as long as I could clear it with GoDaddy, I could have one of those odd names on it. And then, yep.
1: Yep. yep. There's about 186 different extensions from what I remember. Uh, so, hmm. for example, payown.live, P-A-Y-O-W-N dot L-I-V-E, is one of the domain names that I own. And that's not a .com or a .net. There's .pizza, there's .club, there's .baby, there's .name, there's, uh, there's a lot they're of... they're coming them. out with new ones all the time, yeah. too. Yeah, because
12: yep. so, yeah. Yeah, yep. I, 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 of course, knew about... Um, I think it's era that ends yep. in um, dot I O, yep. um, yeah. So I I have known that there were other ones, but uh, that that I, I learned something new today. Thanks well, a lot, you guys. That's a goal.
1: Hopefully, yeah. you learn something new <laughs> and uh, appreciate you jumping in here, Diane. So right, Beth, you know, her I, hand up. Should we reach back around to Beth real quick? Um, I don't see um,
0: Beth.
4: No. Yeah, oh. yeah. I I have a question. I don't know if you've ever used the OrCam. But I have, um, now I know some people who use it, uh, do smart reading. Like, how would you do that? Because I try to like access help because you can say help and then what, you know, you want to do, but, but then somehow it won't, it won't, um, help me with like, like, cause I know people who use it, you know, they do smart reading and start from, like you program what you're reading into that, and so, another question is, what's Duck Duck Go? Is that good for the blind?
1: So two th- three things. Number one, uh, we've got about ten minutes left. Ten you yep, got your you <laughs> Uh So uh, I'll answer your questions fairly quickly, Beth, and I'm not going to have satisfactory answers for you. I have never okay. used OrCam, so I recommend reach out to the company and ask them about their Smart Read. I, the way I understand it is, is that it works a lot like the Quick Text. So if it sees text, then it'll start reading it. Um, if that's not how it's working, then reach out to OrCam and they'll be glad to help you. DuckDuckGo okay. is an alternative uh, privacy-centric search engine. So if you are using Google or Bing or, uh, well, Google or Bing, uh, you might want (laughs) something a little bit more private. And you can go to duck.com, D-U-C-K.com, and it will take you right to the DuckDuckGo website. It'll look a lot like Google search engine. You do your search like you normally would. There's an edit field on there that you find, and you do that search. And then you can use your heading navigation to skip through the search results. So DuckDuckGo right. again is a privacy-centric search engine.
0: And if you use okay. it on a phone or an iPad like an iPhone or an iPad, it is actually an app you need to
1: download. So Okay. Okay. Well, I mean you can set your default search in Safari to be duckduckgo, but True. that's oh, but, uh, yeah. Okay. So, So it is, that's what that is. So before we wrap it up though, everyone, I hand it over to Marty to share with everyone details that we have coming up and how you can get in contact with us. I do want to let people know that as of uh, today, it's not out right now, but I believe later today it will be, the JAWS 2023 public beta will be available for JAWS customers. So if you are a customer of Freedom Scientific and you use JAWS 2022 right now, you may want to look at 2023. There are some very interesting uh, updates that they have included, of course, including enhancements and uh, bugs fixes and I stumble there because I just realized all my notes for my live show that I'm in here in a few minutes aren't gone so I need to figure that out uh, anyways Marty you want to tell people about this week and uh, what's coming up next Tuesday
0: yeah sure um, so we have the Blanchell event coming up one week from today that'd be September 13th 1 p.m. East 10 a.m. Western if you want to reach out to us you can email us at Unmute presents at gmail.com. And that is what I have for today. And Michael, you got anything else in closing?
1: No, just remember that if you missed something on today's call, it should be available in ACB Community Podcast later this week uh, because I did fix the problem that I was having with getting those files over to Larry. So that will do it for me. Marianne, thank you very much for hosting us. We greatly appreciate it. We Thanks, hope to Marianne. see you and all of your friends and colleagues next week for You're the Blame Show. Everybody, Bye, have everyone.
4: a great week.
0: We'll see you next week.
4: Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. Yep, yep. Thank, thank you.
11: Very informative. Have you guys, you guys have a good week?